Welcome everybody to Dead Talk Live, and tonight we have a very special guest from the show The show that just ended its first season, that is Star Trek Strange New Worlds on CBS and Paramount Plus, Melissa Navia, who plays uh, Erica Ortegas. Melissa, thank you so much for being with us here today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to uh, talking, and I think this is my first like live podcast so this is uh awesome and let's see how it goes let's see how it goes i gotta ask <laughs> you straight off the bat now uh ortegas is a witty smart ass for lack of a better term uh yes are you like that yourself in real life uh tell us about the differences between you and ortegas yeah well i i'd like to say i am um one of the cool things about when uh, i got the audition you know the breakdown uh it it felt so much like me um and you know there's something we say in this industry especially when you are a working actor and you've been doing this for so long you know it's like when the right role you know is is the right when the role is yours you know the, the right role will come along and yeah. so when i got the breakdown i remember i think it was so interesting because it was like not only um did they describe her as latina um, but they said she was a uh, a soldier and a pilot. And even though I've not been those things, I've played them many times mm -hmm. uh, throughout my acting career. Uh, and then it specifically said something along the lines of, you know, she can crack a joke as as easily as she can handle a gun, you know. And so I have I have weapons experience, and I'm a stand up comedian, and um, a lot of the roles I've played, you know, I've gotten to play these really kind of intelligent, nuanced. Uh, witty characters that that you get to see all these different sides of her so in, in a lot of ways uh the role of ortegas was kind of like all of the roles that i've loved in one um mm -hmm. not to mention that she was the helmsman of the uss enterprise so um, when i right um so when i when i went into audition it was it was and the writing was also so good which of course as you guys have seen um as everyone who's seen the show has seen is so good it was the same in our audition sides and so I always say when the writing is good, the acting is, is quite easy, um, at least for me. And so it felt very much like me. And then something that producers did, not just for me, but for all of um, the series regulars and the guest stars was they allowed, uh, they allowed ourselves, our own attributes to inform the characters that they wrote, um, which was a very cool thing to do. And also just a lot of, they put a lot of trust in us very early on um and especially for the legacy characters that's why we get to see just uh you know such wonderful portrayals that that honor you know the the actors and the characters who have come before but then kind of put their own spin on it and and i of course am not tethered to to a legacy character so i have that extra bit of leeway which leeway. i enjoy absolutely now congratulations the show is coming back for a season two did you guys going in that you were going to do at least two seasons or did you find out halfway through when did you find out that it got picked up for another season sure so uh so going into season one we already knew that there was a lot of pressure on the show um i like to always say that you know the trekkies in my life um and especially i tell the story about one of my brother-in-laws who's a who's a trekkie and uh when he found out that i had booked strange new worlds he told me he's like this is the one that we've been waiting for our whole lives and uh that really kind of set the bar for me as to the the pressure that we were under and the you know kind of the expectations that that fans were um were set it had set for us um so we knew it was it was going to be a big deal. We also knew, of course, uh, you know, Anson, Ethan and Rebecca had been on Discovery. And so in a lot of ways, uh, you know, it was the fans 
who were integral in making sure that the the show uh, Strange New Worlds got made. You know, the, mm -hmm. the studio saw this this wonderful um, uh, reception and and excitement for the characters coming back, and so so we knew that there was a, a fan base that really really wanted us, um, and so that was really great going into it. And then when we were filming, we were in the the midst of the pandemic. We we're in the midst of um, being in like full lockdown in Toronto. And so the only thing we really knew about how how good the show was, was the scripts we were getting and what we were doing. Um, but the the set, the crew, the cast, you know, we were in our own bubble. Yeah. So, you know, some of the times, you know, we were like, you know, is this really as good as we think it is? Um, and uh, and so we found out, sure enough, uh, you guys have all responded that it has been. And we found we knew uh, in September of uh, what would that have been 2021 mm -hmm. um, you know we we heard whisperings that that we were going to be picked up for a season two but nothing is ever anything until yeah. it's something until you get a letter until you get something signed you know you like to not say anything um, and so we we went into filming season two before the world had even seen one episode of of season one and so that was also a very strange experience but um, as an actor you know it's Welcome. It's job security. <laughs> now, what I love this show, and I gotta say, what makes Strange New Worlds really good, as well as Discovery and the other shows, is that it really goes back to the Star Trek fundamentals. Um, going back to the 60s and then into the 80s and 90s with uh, Next Generation, it goes back to the Star Trek fundamentals, and I think that plays a huge role in its success. What do you think about that? Absolutely. Um, I'd say that even when the show was announced, which was even before I was a part of it, uh, you know, it was again, we were we were in in pandemic times, which I know we still are. But it was, you know, really new for for all of us. And we're all trying to make sense of it. And it was uh, just there was this this optimism, this this hopefulness about it um, that we were, you know, going back to, uh, you know, legacy characters that had really kicked off the franchise and, mm -hmm. and that have been so enduring. Um, what I love about Star Trek is even if someone is not a Trekkie or even a fan or would say you would not even, you know, call themselves even, you know, that they, they don't know that much about it. They do know Star Trek. They know yeah. Captain Kirk. They know um, the Enterprise. And so that that's, you don't find that a lot. That pretty much anyone you speak to of any generation um, knows what I'm talking about. And I always like to say that my mom, um, you know, for years I used to tell her, I said, one day I'm going to book something that when you talk to your church friends, you know, they will know immediately what your daughter is on and you won't have to explain and tell them where to go find me. And, and so that's been a, a real prayer answered. Um, but, but yeah, so we had this, we knew that this was going to be a very hopeful show an optimistic show. And then, you know, producers are really putting out that it was going to go back to this adventure of the week type format, um, mm -hmm. which is, you know, what worked, I think, uh, you know, at the beginning in the sixties uh, in the original series and, and TV as of late, you know, it's taken this, this serialized arc, which, which works. And um, there's absolutely a space for it. And it's, uh, you know, TV has become uh, the, the production quality um, and the audience for it and the way we can stream things. You know, TV is really on the level of, yeah. of, of the best films. You know, oh, yeah. it's really very cinematic. Um, but I think what we're doing with Strange New Worlds is that there are serialized aspects to it, um, you know, storylines that continue through the episodes. But it also has this feeling of like you're, you're tapping into to a story every week exactly. that you can tap into a new, exactly. you know? And so, so even if, if you don't have the time to kind of be with the series for, for, for every, you know, every single week, you can still, you know, turn it on mm -hmm. and, and know what's going on and enjoy it. And, 
And as much as we can we can theorize about how that works and and you know why people want you know how much people want it, what I've seen and it's been a really beautiful thing. Um, I'll speak for myself, but I think I can speak for the cast as well. To be able to have been shooting season two while watching the world experience season one, because what we were hearing from fans on social media was, you know, I've had a bad week, I've had a bad month, this has been a terrible year, everything is miserable. I look forward to strange new worlds. Like it, it makes me happy and yeah. and that sounds like such a it sounds kind of silly but i know we you know i know i think you understand this i as a storyteller understand this um it's not silly like stories are what what makes the world go around and i think we really saw you know in 2020 and and since then we saw that you know when when everything around us is crumbling you know what do we turn to we turn to stories yeah um and also the cool thing that that i've seen um because i'm also i'm a fan as well and i've definitely become a much bigger fan um you know in the last year and a half or so for sure but i found myself watching the episodes that i shot you know i'm in mm -hmm. them I, I know what happens and you know in my life you know i've had personal things happen in the last six months that have changed my worldview in, in a lot of ways and so episodes that i saw and i acted in and i created a year ago i'm now looking at you know in new ways uh like you know without necessarily giving any spoilers in case people haven't seen but like for episode nine you know um with uh with what happens with the gorn and kind mm -hmm. of what happens in the aftermath you know that hit me real differently watching it uh, even from when i performed it and so i think that's the that's the true sign of a wonderful story where you can go back to it over and over and over again and each time you're seeing something new and you're still enjoying it mm -hmm. um but you can you can apply what's happening in your life to it um and that's that's why I like telling stories, and that's why I, I do what I do. Now, what did you think uh, when we when you saw the script for the finale, and that they were going to bring the character of James T. Kirk into the storyline? I mean, uh, were you excited? What were your What were your feelings about that? Sure. Um, so on the on the one hand, I knew kind of you know because I'd really been tapping into like you know what fans were saying online. Um, uh, I always joke with uh, Celia, who plays Uhura, and we're always talking about how like we can we can always we multitask and we're really good with social media. We, you know, some 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 actors, some cast members don't like kind of, uh, you know, kind of seeing what everybody's saying. Yeah. But we are we are the opposite. You know, we're like, what's going on? What do people think? And so I knew that that there were you know that there were a lot of fans that didn't want to see um, James Kirk because they didn't want to take the spotlight away from um, from Captain Pike. Pike you know, yeah. kind of having having his own show and I understood that. And then other fans that did. And, and of course that's with any great, right. Franchise and fandom, you know, you're always going to have um, these discussions, which yeah. are, you know, as long as they're done in a healthy and um, civil way, uh, they're, they're very welcome. And so, but at that point, by the time we saw the finale, like I trusted the writers and the producers so much when they explained what they were doing, which is essentially this really clever uh, and well done mirroring of balance of terror which is a is a classic uh episode from the original series yep. and for anybody who's seen the finale but hasn't seen um that episode of the original series i, I highly recommend mm -hmm. it and then when they explained what they were doing and how it how it tied in so well with pike's struggle throughout the season yes. um of knowing his future and and what is he going to do about that and so it it really brings into into question kind of something that that we can all we've all you know dabbled with mm -hmm. in terms of like if we knew what was going to happen would we try to change it and and what else would that affect and um so i just thought it was it was wonderful and the fact that they were the way that they brought in james kirk as as the captain of of, of another ship 
Um, and essentially we're in a, a future that should not exist. Exactly. It's an um, alternate timeline. Right. It's an alternate timeline. And, and we don't know what happened in those intervening years. Um, and for me, um, you know, one of the things that, that fans have been saying, you know, in the whole run of the season has been, you know, that they've wanted to see, you know, more of my character, which mm -hmm. as an actor, that's a, that's a wonderful thing to hear. You know, it's like, a, you always want to hear that they want more of you, not less. Um, and, uh, I absolutely love and, uh, you know, just thank everyone who's been threatening, you know, full on full scale revolts if, you know, Ortegas did not get her centered episode. Um, <laughs> but I was kind of like, I was like, everybody patience. Uh, these things take time. But the wonderful thing about Ortegas is that every episode we've seen like a different aspect of her. Um, and we've gotten to see a, a different layer in a way that, you know, she's she's we've not had kind of these huge emotional arcs that you've necessarily had with some of our legacy characters. Um, but you've gotten to see different aspects to her. In episode nine, you see an aspect to her that you've not seen before. Exactly. Um, when she's talking about Hemmer, um, which which I was I was so grateful to have the opportunity to do. And then in, in episode 10, I basically got um, Chris Fisher, who was our director, um, and he was just uh, extraordinary in the role. He basically told me, he was like, you know, we all love Ortegas. He was talking as the, as the producers, as the writers, as as you know as the fan base he's just like everyone is really going to fall for ortegas and what we want though in this episode is the opposite mm -hmm. you know we want the ortegas that we don't want to go have a drink with and we all want to we want to know why what's happened um and so the rapport that everybody's come to love with 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 pike and erica um is suddenly not there and uh and so what i got to play with was was a whole different side of the character and i got to you know, create kind of this own backstory for myself, which I discussed a bit with uh, with Chris Fisher. Um, and uh, and so that was just just a lot of fun to play. And then we got to, you know, match a lot of what was done in, in, in balance of uh, balance of terror in a way that was just was just beautiful to see uh, and, and when, was, it, when it all came together. I'm, I'm, I was going to bring that up as well, because in the first half and to the middle latter half of the season, Ortega's is funny, smart ass kind of person you want to go have a beer with. But then in the finale, she stands up to the captain. I mean, yeah, it's like, yeah. whoa, you know, she is, she's also a person that when the chips are down, uh, puts that, that fun side of her aside and gets to work. It's to business and is not scared of sharing her opinion. Uh, yeah. When you had to, you know, sort of do that, role reversal and show us that different side of Ortega's I mean, what what did you do would you I mean what helped you flip over and show us that different side sure so so on the one hand what you said about like her you know always kind of you know being able to do the work and that kind of being foremost for her that that's interesting because it stayed with me throughout throughout all 10 episodes and and I heard fans saying at one point um as they were watching all the episodes that one of the great things about Ortegas and Hammer is that is that we know the least about them, you know, out of all the characters, but you we, everyone seems to love them the most because they, you know, they they're they're funny, they're insightful and they're also doing their job, you know. Yeah. Um so in that way Ortegas is very much Starfleet, you know, she's an excellent helmsman um and she is so skilled at her job that she's able to you know to 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 have those um have those moments of, of levity on the bridge and and pike allows it because they they obviously have history mm -hmm. um and he trusts his hel helmsman fully and so you get to see that um but then we get to episode 10 and and you still see the same thing right she's she's when it when when things have to get done and it's time for business she 
she stands by what she believes in and exactly. and what she really believes in is that is that the romulans need to be taken out and and i think too what what um what <clears throat> happened especially uh you know and again everybody's you know everybody's discussing and that's that's the that's the hallmark of a, of a wonderful episode when you can have so much discussion but i think um definitely people who knew the tos episode they were almost like you know they were upset that like you know ortegas was taking on the role of of the character in that original episode that yeah. was 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 bigoted um and um he had his reasons for disliking romulans flat out and so but what what we had discussed um in like our director's meeting was that that wasn't the case here so much like you don't know what's happened in the intervening years and what i think we we don't touch on very much in season one and we will more in season two slight spoiler um but is is ortegas's backstory as a soldier okay. as, a, as a combat veteran um and so what what the finale kind of makes us ask is is what has happened to this person who you still see those hallmarks of she's an excellent pilot you know she's you know she's she doesn't agree with with pike's way of of, of going about things but she is still gonna you know he needs her to get yeah. from point a to b and she's gonna get there faster than anybody else can um but but she definitely you know she just saw a ship you know blown out of the sky or, or uh what is it a, a station blown out of the sky outpost. um an outpost without yeah. any sort of uh regard for for the human life on it yeah and so it, it it feels like she's had this discussion with pike before about it is always the romulans like why are we why are we going in circles mm -hmm. um and then it's of course it's the whole thing with you know her and her and uh and spock uh you know butting heads um but but what kind of is underneath that is 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 wondering what happened what is her backstory with the romulans you know there there was um you know the romulans have a history that that star trek fans know of like who has she lost you know at, at the hands of romulans and yeah. and then it also asks us it you know it makes this question you know people can go through similar situations in life and emerge from it differently mm -hmm. um and and what causes that and how does that happen and so um i would like to think that by the time we reach the end of the finale you know you see that she sees um you know she sees the romulan you know commander who, who 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 sides with pike you know and he gives up his life and again i'm totally sorry it's total spoilers guys um but i did warn everybody who's going to watch this that there'd be spoilers um yeah. i'll stop that but um but um you know so you see her kind of have a change of heart that isn't spoken you know it's not we're not banging you over the head on it but mm -hmm. i'd like to think that if somebody sees that episode more than once they, they kind of see that in, in the in, oh, I saw in the way that i oh thank you thank you um but in the way that you see you see that you know and things have, are different you know I, I won't say anymore but what happens at the end of the episode is, is truly life-altering for everybody if, if that future existed and so i'd like to think that she is now going to take a different view of of just how much she she despised the romulans and it'll and especially too with 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 what happens at the end again without saying too much um and so it was just for me it was just a wonderful opportunity to play a, a completely different yeah. um side of ortegas and i don't think there's a lot of shows out there that that allow you that kind of range you know no. i mean you saw the fantasy episode episode yeah. eight i was a knight yes i mean <laughs> i mean right awesome. like like just crazy so one of the things is you guys everyone has amazing chemistry with each other on the show and you in particular Let's take you and Nurse Chapel, okay? You guys have a great friendship. Uh, you, you seem to have great relationships. Now, I know that a lot of that, for what we see on the screen, is fostered in what happens behind the scenes. 
So yeah. would you say you guys get along really well, you know, in between shoots? Oh my goodness. We, we absolutely do. And I, I tell everybody, I'm like, as much as you love all the characters on screen, it's, I'm so happy to be able to, uh, you know, relate to you that they are, are really that way in life. Like we, we hang out, they are just, uh, just the coolest bunch of people. Um, they're all extraordinarily good looking, which is neither here nor there, but that's just the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're all extraordinarily talented um, in ways beyond um, our acting. Um, they're just just fun to hang out with. Um, especially, I've been very thankful. I've you know I've been going through grief these last six months, and and I could not have thought of I, I can't think of a, of a better group of people to have had to spend almost every day with, um, and including the crew as well. But uh, one thing that, you know, when when we started to get the screeners for the first episodes of of season one, um, the producers were like, you know, it comes it jumps off the screen how much you guys legitimately like each other. Yes, it does. Um, And I especially like to uh, I think it's the episode five our shore leave episode where I get to hang with with uh, with with Chapel and um, Dr. Mbenga um, because I get to hang with Jess and Babs and. I think fans have been really craving that to kind of see the camaraderie between crew members, uh, you know, in different parts of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I absolutely adore Babs. I adore Jess. I adore Ethan. I always say he's just, Ethan is just a, a, a light on set that is just, you know, is you can't extinguish it. He's just really a wonderful energy. I mean, Rebecca and Anson, I'm so happy to have, have them kind of at the head of this, this ship. Um, Celia is the youngest of us yeah. and she is constantly teaching us uh, new things. Like she's almost, sometimes she's, I feel like she's more mature than I am. <laughs> Jess and Chrissy, Jess is so cool and she's an artist and, you know, Chrissy has become like a sister to me. Um, who am I missing? Uh, then Bruce is Hemmer. Um, it's just wonderful. I just saw him on stage. Uh, he was doing something um, uh, at that fringe in Toronto and uh, I got to see him on stage. I was like, that I was, was so, so sad cool. after, after after, after yeah yeah after it happens i was like oh god bruce i'm so happy to and on set it, he he took so long to get into prosthetics that i never saw bruce on set as bruce i always saw him as hammer <laughs> which was like so crazy like the, the first time i really like got to interact with him as bruce um because we would do all of our cast reads via zoom um it was probably at the at the new york city premiere wow um, and bruce too bruce is also an artist um uh yeah just everyone is just absolutely wonderful i hope well, i haven't missed anybody but yeah i think you got and, pretty and... much everyone yeah i mean it's yeah. amazing we cannot wait for season two again guys it's star trek strange new worlds the complete first season which is done now is available on paramount plus check it out you won't be disappointed and if you're not a star if you are a star trek fan and haven't watched this yet you need to watch it. If you're not a Star Trek fan, go ahead and watch it. You will become a Star Trek fan. I want to thank Melissa so much for coming on here and sharing some of her experiences. Thank you to our audience. Any final thoughts you want to share before we go, Melissa? Um, I'll just, uh, to everybody watching and to anybody who watches this, uh, just the fans have been phenomenal, absolutely wonderful. And uh, we have, you guys have been in our hearts while we were shooting season two. And uh, I just keep saying, you know, trust that that this franchise and Strange New Worlds is in very good hands. It's it's being told by fans, um, the producers, the writers, the actors, the crew. Like there, we we are Star Trek fans, and so we we understand the importance of this to you. And and uh, and we we cannot wait. We're now 
we finished shooting season two. We're now putting it together and putting all the pieces together, and we, we can't wait to get it to you. I, I didn't know that. I would have guessed that you're in, in between seasons. I didn't know that you guys already done season two, which is great, we, you know? We just wrapped about about a week, about a week and a half ago, maybe a week. I'm still just kind of waking up from it because we <laughs> saved we saved some of the craziest scenes for last. And so um, it's it's an absolutely wild ride. And uh, But now all the special effects and the music and all those things that, that's what takes Trek. that's exactly. what takes six to eight months to finish up right, right. and that's f- why when i watch watch the episodes it's like watching them for the first time so I, yep. um, but we're working on it so yep. absolutely i cannot wait again thank you to our audience thank you to melissa star trek strange new worlds check it out available now on paramount plus on behalf of melissa navia and myself guys stay safe thank you for tuning in stay walking bye bye